Okay. Welcome back to the My Guardian Angel podcast. I'm glad you're here listening. Uh, let's begin. So, in the last podcast, I talked about the Pope's kindness. And I explained how anyone who wants to grow spiritually and avoid the habit of uh, envy, uh, one has to, you know, look for some good aspect in anyone even the worst sinner just try to find some goodness and um and appreciate it you know uh i also explained that you know if other people are seeing you appreciate this good aspect they might generalize and you know uh absolutize um the compliment i uh, I you have for the the person, and uh, they may think that everything that person does is uh, good, when which is it's not, and uh, we've had an issue with this uh, with this pope, and this I think it's because of the internet and you know the media and all that stuff. But it's important for us to to still know that there is still evil in everyone as well right it's not just and there's different kinds of evil there's personal evil there's evil that we were born into that we are not personally accountable for um there i mean responsible for there is evil that is uh venial or mortal so evil that um, does not break our relationship with God and evil that does break, break our relationship with God. Okay. Now I want to discuss about subject and object. So I'm going to tell you a story, okay? Okay, so... Uh, I Was it 2018? <laughs> okay, I think it was... Uh, 2000 
winter. Maybe it was 2018. Uh, the fall. No. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 2018 in the fall. Okay. I was asked uh, to... By this parish again that I always talk about. I was asked to... Um, we were trying to like i i offered as well cartooning i mean acting in cartooning like just um i was we were going to teach about acting uh that is necessary when you have to draw and animate stuff so we began teaching this in the fall of 2018 okay um when i began teaching this lesson i had heard about the news of uh mccarrick okay and all of the stuff that he did okay so I, this was in my mind all the time, um, so I was very aware of this when I was uh, going to teach the little children there in the parish, okay? So um, we had classes, and there was this one student, a uh, little girl, okay? And... Um, I would notice she did a crab walk, and I don't know if you know what a crab walk is, but it's basically you're, you're bending your back and you walk with your, your hands and your, your legs, right? Okay, so this is something I found it fascinating. Not fascinating, but it reminded me of when we were, when me and my brothers, we were young and we used to do the same thing. Uh, we learned it from um a country a continent that uh they used to do it so i i was like cool um so i i i didn't see it as anything <laughs> um that affected my teaching so i was like whatever she can do that do whatever right anyway so later on as i'm teaching the lesson you know throughout these these weeks i'm teaching the lesson we have uh the time when we can actually do the drawings and stuff so this there was a one time when i was sitting down and helping another child okay so i was beside this child and I was telling her how to draw whatever, like, I don't really know what exactly we were drawing, what story we were storyboarding, and what, I don't remember all of that stuff. But um, what I do remember was as I was sitting, I, I looked down. First of all, we're on a table, right? And the one child is beside me and I'm teaching. Uh, so I looked down a bit and I saw a paper on my left thigh, okay? And then I saw a hand trying to reach the paper. 
So me, in my uh, my state of mind, I automatically I just grabbed her, that hand and wanted to basically I, I looked under the table and I was like I was mad because I didn't want anyone to like why I didn't want anyone to touch me okay so anyways I I told the nuns and to you know discipline the child just uh, anyways, I explained later on, afterwards, to the sister, or is it the mother? The mother, at that point, that I just don't want them, anyone to touch me. Um, and I explained, you know, Macaric. I said, you know, you guys, after this whole Macaric thing, uh, Cardinal McCarrick, I just don't want that. So, anyways, they were they gave me advice. You know, I should stand up. I shouldn't sit down anymore and helping. Um, yeah. So, anyway, that was advice. And if you're that child, I'm so sorry I didn't explain why I was angry and why you got. Uh, I know you got upset, but I hope if you're listening now that uh, there's a reason why I didn't want you to touch me. Um, okay, so the reason I'm telling you this story is now we're going to apply what I've taught you before, um, which, and I'm going to just discuss more in, about the principle of double effect, okay? Okay, so back to the story, okay? So I'm sitting there, and I grab the person, the little girl's hand, so that she doesn't touch uh, my leg when she grabs a paper, right? Okay, so imagine now there were other people who saw the fact that – oh, by the way, that child was a child that was doing the crab walk. Anyways – but here's the thing. Um, imagine other people saw this, okay? They didn't see my intention. They didn't see um, what I was thinking, my inner disposition. They didn't see any of that. All they saw, all they would have seen was uh, an older person in charge of these children um, with his hand holding her hand underneath the table and it's pretty close to you know this pretty close to his waist basically okay i look down and then she's in trouble okay okay so if i'm talking about now the subjective view of things and now the objective view of things objectively I mean, someone can look at what I was doing and assume that I was I did something bad, right? I mean, technically, like the it was under the table at that point, right? So they wouldn't have seen what I did. So they could accuse me of doing something bad to a child in terms of the whole pedophilia problem. Okay, okay. Um, 
Now, just imagine they had the app that I'm per, I'm telling you about, okay? And someone wants so they for them they could at that point take a picture of my not that point, but they could find pictures of me and then take it later and say, "Okay, I accuse this person of pedophilia." Okay? Okay. Um so at so this is an objective understanding um and later on i'm going to be talking about um how we're going to figure out the subjective understanding of things and how we're going to try to use polygraph tests and things like that to remove any doubt of intention and knowledge of the individual that's accused of pedophilia but that is going to be using polygraph tests and other things that i uh in this project we are not going to create the polygraph tests and all that stuff it makes no sense it's going to have to be someone else it's uh not me um anyways so so we have the subject Objectivity and the objectivity. Now I'm going to talk about the subject and object of the act. And when I say now subject and object, I'm talking about in a grammatical sense. Like when you say, like, uh, uh, Tommy threw a ball at a window. Tommy is the subject. Throwing the ball is the object. Um... And the consequence is, well, it broke the door, okay? Okay, so in my case, in my story, I grabbed the child's hand. So I am the subject. Grabbing the child's hand is the object. And... The consequences of me doing this is that it removes the possibility of her coming near to my pelvis, basically. Okay? Um, so I am mitigating any bad things, anything that could have happened at that point, okay? Um, and that was my intention. So... When we talk about subject and object, there is that subject and that object act, okay? Okay. Um, when we accuse someone of pedophilia, or any evils out there. It is the object of the act that we need to uh, accuse them of, okay? All right, so just remember that because I'm going to be talking a lot about object of the act. And I'm going to be explaining what... Um, Basically, what I'm trying to say is I was going to talk about the principle of double effect, right? So basically, when I say consequences of an action, I mean the 
the consequences of the action. Like, um, in my case, I wanted to mitigate any other further things that could this child could have done, touched my, you know, she, I didn't want any of that. Um, in 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 terms of the person throwing uh, Tommy throwing a ball in the window, the consequence is the ball getting. Uh, I mean, the ball hitting the door, breaking the door. And that's a bad consequence, okay? All right. Um, when we talk about morality, a person must not, like, a person, a person's object of act is important. A person must never do an object where the object of the act is going to remove friendship with God. Um, they cannot, they should never do this, okay, no matter what the consequences are. They should never remove friendship with God. That, that, that it is pointless. Even if they're going to save the entire world, um, and for them personally, they can should never do this because if they they lose friendship with God, no matter how much good they did, if their action in it in it of itself removes the friendship with God, you're gonna it's, it's an eternal action, right? It's uh, it has the eternal consequences. So no one should ever do that. Okay. Um, some people will say we should never do any evil, even if it's uh, venial sin. So certain evils can be like a person can steal a pencil. But that is not going to remove your friendship with God, right? But at the same time, no matter how good the consequences may be for that pencil being stolen, um, the actual action is not see, seen as a good thing. Even if it saves someone, the action, the moral action is that you did an evil. But you did not remove friendship with God, okay? And that's something that uh, some people, when they talk about intrinsic evil, you're going to hear this a lot when if you follow other people um, who teach this. They're going to be talking about intrinsic evil and like, you should never do intrinsic evil, okay? And what I'm trying to say is, you should never do intrinsic evil that will remove your friendship with God. And that is, don't do evil that is grave evil. So if you read the Bible, which is why you, you guys need to read the Bible. You need to look at the De Deuteronomy. You need to see every all the Bible um, and actually see the what actions remove humans, human beings, 
the friendship with uh, God, right? Like, how does he? How does God punish these people? How does he want them to be punished? In in the in those times, they were punished either by death or temporally they would have to um, be punished. Okay. Now the death part. Those actions you have to we have to view those actions as that resulted in that death that's the actions that we need to really figure we need to uproot these actions and we need to do weights and measures into and apply these uh, apply the principle of double effect to these particular ones okay i'm not going to be talking about temporal evil i'm going to be talking about um the evil that removes us from friendship with god okay and other people you know you're going to if you talk to priests or nuns and holy people they're going to say just don't do any evil right but what i'm saying is First, remove the the evil that is gonna remove friendship of peop friendship with God, like basically try to get everyone to heaven kind of thing, um, and then focus on the temporal factors. But if we cannot remove the more uh, grave evil, then uh, we are we're gonna lose this battle, okay. Now I want to get back to the story that I was mentioning before about the girl who who was crab walking and the then I grabbed her hand when she tried to grab a paper off of my my uh leg basically as I was sitting down I don't know how that paper got there anyway so the reason I wanted to mention this is objectively someone could technically have considered that as uh, I was doing something bad, right? Um, they could accuse me using the app. Now, the whole point of this app is we want the the hierarchy, the people who are not just a hierarchy, but people who, like me who volunteer in these parishes. We want them, we want to kind of pressure them to do polygraphs so that they can if they're in um if they're accused falsely they can they can we can see the intention the inner workings of their mind as they like their their what was their intention kind of thing right we need to give that's something that the polygraph will do right and if we put the two together we put the the scientific and then the polygraph then we can get a better measurement of if a person should if if we should be worried about this person right i mean this is not going to be in we shouldn't be looking at this in the court of law or something like that right but uh we need to get a a we need to this app needs to create a measure of uh of warning a person should have
towards uh, the individual that this app recognizes as looking as uh, another person who got accused using the app, right? Okay, anyways. Mm, yeah, that's it for today. All right. Uh, thanks for watching. This is a long episode, but I hope you understood it. Anyways, bye-bye now. Yeah. <laughs>